Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic Community in Burwood, Melbourne, and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life, and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. If you're attending a weekday Mass, either here in person or at home, uh, it probably won't surprise you when I say that in the Christian worldview, life is supposed to be one big act of worship. We know that, don't we? <laughs> our life uh, is an act of worship to God. Uh, our life is about living in such a way that we're constantly turning ourselves towards the creator and the sustainer of our lives. The image that came to me is of a flower following the sun. I don't know if you've ever seen like a time lapse of a flower over the course of the day. It follows the sun, huh? And that's, that's the whole idea of our lives, a life of worship, constantly turning towards our creator and our sustainer. In the Jewish Christian mind, this is when we're most fully alive. Happiness is directly linked to what we worship. Now, as humans, uh, there are two broad ways in which we worship our Creator. The first is through our actions and um, the way that we honour God by using our gifts and our opportunities, by using them for God's purposes, by being good stewards. And we, we chatted at length about that on Sunday, if you're with us. If you, if you weren't, you might want to uh, go back on YouTube and, and have a look at that homily. Uh, it was based on uh, the same story from Matthew's Gospel that we heard today in Luke's Gospel, uh, the, the, um, the parable of the talents. The second way that we, a broad way that we worship our Creator is with the language that we use towards God. We worship God by using language that honours God for who God is. Language which, of course, is the overflow of what's going on in our hearts. Every week in our household, me and Father Alex and now Brother Mike is with us for a while, we have a, like a worship time, a worship session. And um, it's just a you know, half an hour where we come together, we pray together, we often use songs, we, we, we sing. Uh, and basically it's about giving time to consider God's character. To ponder who God is. To consciously think about God's goodness towards us. And, and to allow that pondering, that reflection to spill out into language, praise towards God. Honouring God. And sometimes we do really weird things. Like we open our hands. <laughs> or we, we play, place our hands up towards our creator and sustainer. Or we get down and prostrate ourselves on the floor. Really weird stuff, huh? <laughs> As a way of, of using our whole bodies to, to worship our God. That's what's happening in our first reading today from the book of Revelation. It's this uh, image of heavenly worship. And we've got these, we heard about these four creatures uh, and they're non-stop before the throne of God. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. They're worshipping 
their creator. Now, when I go into these worship sessions, do I always feel like worshipping God? <laughs> no. <laughs> sometimes I've got a thousand things going on in my head and I'd much rather work on them. Uh, or sometimes I'm just tired or sometimes I'm just uninspired. Uh, but when I invest, when I choose to invest in that time, I always come out uh, with a, a new kind of space in my heart. I always come out more centred, more connected, more hopeful. Now, why do we worship God? Does God need it? Is God needy? Is he needy of our worship? There are many reasons why it's good to worship God, but the most simple and the fundamental is that if we don't worship God, we will worship something. Our hearts, are, that's just how we're created, to worship something. And what we, what we worship, we become. We become what we worship. What dominates our hearts shapes our lives. If our need for security dominates our hearts, then that'll be what we worship, and that will shape our hearts. If, if our focus on our own problems, if that dominates our hearts, then, then our problems are what we worship and that will shape our lives. If pleasure is, the, is dominating our hearts, our need for pleasure, then that is what we'll worship and that will shape our lives. This is why the prophets spoke out so strongly about idols, yeah? Worshipping anything other than our living God, our creator and our sustainer. But when we do worship God, what happens is that we shift the emphasis of our hearts from our own small worlds, our own small problems, into God's eternal perspective. We, we shift our, our focus from the earthly to the heavenly. We, we put first things first. You see, we worship God because God's the only one who's worthy of worship, as we heard in the first reading today. When we worship, what we're really doing is we're acknowledging and we're submitting to God's authority. We're saying yes to the coming of God's kingdom in our lives. That God's will will be done, not ours. So I want to encourage you to, to make a time regularly to, to worship. Uh, it could be with song or it could be in silence. But it's important that we do set a time because if we wait till when we feel like worshipping God, well, guess what? <laughs> we may never do it. Uh, you know, one of the things I've, important things I've learned is that uh, we think that uh, our, our actions follow our feelings, you know, that when we feel it, then we'll act accordingly. But I've learned that actually the opposite is true, that our feelings follow our actions. And if we decide to worship God, we'll find that our, our feelings, uh, our, our inner disposition will, will, will shift when we make that decision to put God first in our lives, to honour him and worship him for who, who he is. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.